Hi guys, um, welcome back to Listen with KP. I know it has been a long, 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 long time. A little under a year to be exact, because the last time I posted was April 14th, 2021, and it is January in 2022 now. And I just want us to like soak that in. It is a completely new year. And as hard as it may be, we have to remember not to hold on to the things that happened last year and allow them to hinder us this year. Because there's a word in New Year that we all seem to skip over is the new. When we think about something that's new, it no longer has any connection to old things that have happened. When we think of a brand new toy, we no longer want the old toys if they're not for a reminder of where we used to be compared to where we are now. So in this new year, we should not be where we were last year we should be elevated we should be in a completely new place and that's going to take hard time and that's going to take work but last year is an example of things not to do in the new year and last year was also an example of things that you need to do in the new year just take everything that happened last year and use it as a reminder of why you need to do better this year and make this year not one of your best years but better than last year to try and make this year one of your best years is a close to impossible accomplishment I'm not going to say impossible because nothing is But it's close to impossible to try and make this year your best year not knowing what is in store for you in the upcoming years. So being more realistic, make this year better than last year was. Learn how to deal with your problems better than you did last year. Learn how to keep your composure better than you did last year. Sorry I was gone so long, y'all. I really am. (laughs) There's a lot of things that I was dealing with in myself a lot. Um, I went way, 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 way off track. And I found myself lost in the world for almost an entire year. And I want you guys to know that I... I'm not completely back, but I am slowly moving back into where I'm, where God wants me to be, where I'm supposed to be. So I want you guys to hear this word that God gave me today as I was starting on my quest to read the entire Bible in a year. Not read the entire Bible today, but read a chapter every day. 
And that's what God has given me to stay consistent with this year. <laughs> I started off reading Genesis 1. And we're, I'm pretty sure we're all familiar. If not, I'm still going to say it anyway. But I'm pretty sure we're all familiar with what Genesis talks about. Especially Genesis 1. <laughs> it felt almost useless at first to read Genesis chapter 1 because I'm it's like we already know what happens we already have an idea of what goes on because it's installed in my brain you know so when God told me to read it I almost I was almost like okay I'll read it but like what's the point I questioned God I want I wanted to have an understanding of what was the point but how I got my answer was doing what God told me to do which was reading it <laughs> and reading it because we always seem to just read it and not try and understand it it reminded me of this time I was on the phone with one of my friends And while I was on the phone with my friend, he was cussing a lot. And I asked him, I said, I said, why do you cuss so much? Why do you, why do you feel the need to use such language to get your point across? Not judging him. Not saying he can't simply asking why he feels the need for every sentence to have a cuss word in it because even though I might have let one slip here and then I want to know why he feels the need to say one all the time and I made it clear to him not judging you not telling you you need to stop I'm asking you why I'm a very curious person if you don't already know that. I'm a very curious person. I'm going to ask you why you do certain things. It's because I want to have an understanding. So I asked him. He didn't give me a straight answer. He said, if God didn't want us cursing, why would he make it a thing? Now... When he, when he asked me that, I didn't say anything because I'm not God. I don't know why it's a thing if we're not supposed to do it. But when I went today to read Genesis, there was a part where God said, let there be light. And when he saw that the light was good, He went about his day to go to sleep and start on everything the next day. Now, if you're you're not catching on yet, it's okay. I'm going to (laughs) explain. He saw that the light was good. That's when he continued to create everything else. If he had saw that the light was bad, 
he wouldn't have allowed it to continue. But mind you, Genesis is a time before sin. Genesis is a time before Lucifer fell out of heaven. Genesis is a time before heaven even existed. Genesis is the beginning of everything. In the beginning of everything, when God was making everything, everything was pure. Nothing was tainted. Nothing was bad. That word is continued to use throughout Genesis, good. God saw that it was good. God saw that it was good. (laughs) So as we see that, we just read over it sometimes. But not once in that chapter did it say God saw that it was mediocre. God saw that it was okay. God saw that it was bad. Good is the word that he uses. So when we think about it, when we think about why God... Why would God allow this to happen to somebody? Why would God allow these things to be on earth if he doesn't want us to do it? Well, God didn't create those things. God didn't create fear. God didn't create cussing. God didn't create any of those things. I think we often forget why we are on this earth and the battle that is going on spiritually right now and that has been going on for the last hundreds of thousands of years. We have God on one side. He put us on this earth to worship him, but did he program it in our minds that we had to worship him? No. God is not going to force us to do anything that we will not willingly do. He said, I'm going to give you a choice whether you want to worship me. Because there are two sides to this spiritual battle. And it's the side with the devil and it's the side with God. When we think about the side of God... We think about Jesus dying on the cross for us. So that when we decide to side with the devil, whether it be for a day, two days, maybe even a month, maybe even a year, when we decide to live in the world, when we decide to live in the devil, when we decide to live in sin, And then we come back to God. He won't hold it against us. That is why Jesus died for us. So that our sins are not held against us. Because before that, God did not care whether you sinned for one second. Before that sacrifice, God wanted us to be sinless 
24-7. And could you imagine even trying to do that now? Jesus knew that we would not be perfect. Jesus knew nobody on this earth would be perfect. So he gave us an opportunity to be able to mess up. Not on purpose. Not to just purposely go mess up. But he gave us a, a out, basically. He gave us a way to mess up and still be able to be where God wants us to be. He gave us a way to mess up and still be able to have God's grace. He gave us a way to mess up and still be able to go to God and have his forgiveness. And if it wasn't for him, we would all be on a one-way ticket to hell without any type of way out. But let's not even think about it. Because that's not the case. Jesus giving us a way out is the best thing that could have ever happened to us. Because no no matter how long we spend in our sin, if we believe in our hearts and declare with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe wholeheartedly that God raised him from the dead, we will be saved. That's Romans 10, 9. That's a verse that I remember. That's one of the only verses that I remember word for word. (laughs) And that's a verse everybody needs to carry with them because I think we forget what we need to do to be saved. I think we forget we don't have to be perfect to be saved. But we do have to try. expect for God to forgive us over and over and over and over when we're like, alright, Mondays, Mondays are devoted to sin, Tuesdays are devoted to sin, Wednesdays I might throw a little prayer in there. We can't set that up like that. We have to wholeheartedly pick God after we know we've messed up and even in the midst of messing up. We have to wholeheartedly pick God. Because God has put everything into choosing us. The amount of times I can imagine if I were in this position that God is in, I would look down on this earth in disgust. But he looks down at every single person on this earth in love and grace, hoping that one day every single person on this earth will come to him 
wanting to finally be what he wants them to be. To finally build a relationship with him. To finally give him a chance. <laughs> My bad, y'all. <coughs> Bless me. To finally give him a chance. And to answer my friend's question, why is cursing, why is any type of sin here? Why is any type of sin available for us to use when God wants us to be like him? Well, like I said earlier, God has given us a choice. If there was no type of sin on this earth, there would be no temptation to go against what God wants us to do. God doesn't want us to feel obligated to worship him. He wants us to know he is always there if we need him. He wants us to know that if we want to build a relationship with him, there are steps we need to take and he wants us to know (laughs) that no matter what he will never leave us no matter how many times we leave him we often blame the bad things that happen and the horrible things that we are allowed to do on this earth on God Forgetting that there is another person in this equation that makes these things happen, that gives us this pedestal to sin, and that is the enemy, that is the devil, that is Lucifer himself. He tempts us to sin. He puts those ideas in our mind. We allow him to. He gives us our anger issues. He makes us fear things. And we allow him to. So when we think about why does cussing exist if God doesn't want us to do it? The simple short answer is temptation. God wants us to be in the midst of worshiping him. He wants us to be in the midst of doing everything that we need to do to be closer to him. He wants the devil to try and tempt us. And he wants us to continue to stay in his word. That's what he wants for us. He wants us to be so in sync with him. He wants us to choose him every single time. And if we don't, he'll still forgive us. But he wants us to get to the point 
or whatever the devil does doesn't even affect us anymore. Where he could be in our ear, whispering things to us. And we don't even hear what he's saying because of how focused we are on what God wants us to do. That is what he wants for us. That is why these things happen. That is why where we are on an earth that is full of sin. That is why sinning is a thing. (laughs) So next time you think to yourself, why did this happen? Why did God allow us to do this? Why does God allow us to have this? Remember that because of the choice he's given us, there are going to be obstacles that we have to get past in order to stay where we need to be in him. There are going to be plenty of times where God is going to allow the enemy to try and get in our ear where God is going to say okay this is your test this is your this is the obstacle you have to overcome to prove to me that you're serious about being like me or trying to be like me this time if you give in to this temptation you're taking two steps back. He doesn't give us this information to learn from his word to not test us on it. When you're in college, they don't teach you all year long to not give you an exam on the things that you've learned to know if you actually learned them or if you just sat in class acting like you were paying attention when you weren't can't pick and choose it's either one or the other and in this new year I urge you all to choose God because the amount of things happening in this earth right now we are closer to being with our Father than we know. So I urge you, take it day by day. Set realistic boundaries for yourself. 
Ask God to give you all the strength that you need. Ask him to be with you. Ask him to encamp his angels around you. Ask him to lay a blessing over you. Cover yourself in the blood of Jesus from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Do not be afraid. Because God didn't give us the spirit of fear. And God will never let anything, anything take you away from who you're supposed to be. But you will. Um, I think that's all God had for me today. I tell you guys, I will see you guys when he gives me something else. And I love you guys. And I really hope you guys do foresee this warning. Because I believe wholeheartedly that the coming of Jesus is so close. It's so much closer than we any of us realize. And it's not a scary thing. It's scary if you're not where you need to be. But if you get your stuff together, if you know you're where you need to be in God, It's one of those things that you just can't wait to happen. I want you guys to be careful. I want you guys to cover yourself every time you leave the house. Every time you wake up even. Because the devil and his demons, they are out there. And the one thing they want to do is kill, steal, and destroy. And they do not care who they do it to. But you have the authority. God has given you the authority to not allow anything that he, that the devil wants to do to you, to affect you. So use that authority. Walk in that power. And God bless you all.